and welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Children. We have Kevin from Tell Your Children and I'm Ritz from 21 Moonstone. We are live and today our guest is Mr. Kevin Lester, a.k.a. The Lion City Boy. Hey, what's up? Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, thanks for coming down and doing this with us. No, no, of course. I mean, like um, like I was telling you earlier off air, um, you say come, come here, I said okay. <laughs> you say where, I said what time, that's it, that's it. You know, I mean, that's, we go back, we go back quite a while. That's so the kind I, of brotherhood that people want, actually. Yeah, yeah it's like, actually, that's, that's my conversation with Kevin most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> say, bro, tonight do what? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be here, 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 here. Just show up, bro. Okay, but half the time I don't show up. <laughs> eh, that is true. That can be also part of this podcast. No, but I mean, I'm so proud. I mean, because I mean, I feel like we've our journey has started as as artists have been going on for so long, and then now to see a fellow friend, even TYC, you know, mm. but like where you guys have started from, and now like not end up, but like grown into this amazing brand. Um, and to see you know your friend turn into a diverse artist who wants to produce so I feel like yeah. I want to be part of everything uh, so I mean that, that is also uh, a part of me that I will never give up uh. mm. so I mean it's, it's also kind of fun that way uh, like the mystery of like what everybody's going to do next speaking and, of which like I mean like growing as an artist like what you mentioned yep. like you're kind of right now in your immediate surroundings uh-huh. you have people who are growing and trying different and new things mm-hmm. not just in music and just with everything else anything that's creative so how do you see yourself back in the day as just like a hip-hop <laughs> rapper you know just you know working your craft and being who you are today wow so i mean this is a layered question you see because yeah. like as an as someone who has has been watching the scene i've been part of the scene for a while yeah. like I was watching Shake Heikel watching Triple Noise because I think I was quite like a street kid in a way yeah. you know like my I mean typical you know from St. Gabriel's we play like football at a basketball court want to play at the field no <laughs> play at a basketball court <laughs> yeah. you know and, you know like whatever we, we we wanted to do we just gravitated to, to things that we liked mm-hmm. um, and I think I slowly found like that there were a lot of gigs in Youth Park, a lot of, um, you know, underground things that, you know, Singaporeans didn't really know. You had to know uh, about it to be part of it, which, was, yeah. which to me was, like, super cool. Yeah. So I remember, like, watching people, like, again, like, Shake Heikel and Triple Noise. So I was just drawn to the scene, uh, right. you know. I, I think I grew up, I would love to say and put on paper to say that, like, hip-hop, I grew up hip-hop from day one, man, yeah. you know. But it wasn't like, like that, you know. I, I shared a room with my sister, my sister played everything, uh, my cousins like uh, uh, threw music at me, so I think like the first few like things that I really like died for is like I was I was I loved Oasis, you know Green yeah. Day, Offspring, right. you know like oh, what the what? I was like went through the this, yeah. this is it. Yeah. This is who I was going to be. Yeah, you know. But it's just the the you know that raw energy which 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 I love, and I think you still would see that energy in my shows today. But I somewhere along the line of Win M and Napster, my sister was da- like downloading. Yeah. Um, uh, music. Wait, wait, please explain Winamp and Napster Win to those and people Nap- out there. Yeah, it was a time where I think music was really hard to get. Obviously, it was CDs and cassettes. And and like Napster and Winamp, LimeWire were, were these things. Terrible, terrible things that, <laughs> that you should not be doing that my sister did. I would never do this and I've never condoned. You're just bystander. Yeah. Just, I was a bystander in that room, okay? You know, she was just uh, downloading this music, uh, music illegally. Uh. Mm. So, I mean, it was, it was all just blasting in, in our room in Amokyo. 
So uh, I think she was the first person who really introduced hip hop to me. Eh? And like, as soon as I found local guys, um, um, we had, we had, we, uh, be it like the guys that were popular on TV or the guys on underground doing this, this, this language that seemed so foreign, but I could relate to it. I just got drawn to to watching the 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 the, the, the gigs, uh. So I mean, like, was it hard to get into it? Seeing it as like hip hop, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like uh, back in the day, yeah. it's not as accessible or it's not as mainstream as it is today now. But back in the day, like no one really knew no, much I, about it. That's the, that's the funny thing because last time was like if you were part of the scene, there were ways you surely knew somebody who, who would get you in, and like there were so many platforms, right? And there was literally a show called Platform that I joined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I remember it was like very Eminem part, you know, it was like very like uh, Eminem scene where it's like I signed up for it online. Uh, then uh, there was a I think it was somewhere in Muhammad Sultan, and then it was like early afternoon because you know if you. Pay at, because if you do it at night, you have to pay. So they they, they booked this event in the afternoon. Yeah. Event overran. It didn't start for like three hours. I thought, well, finish already. Like, <laughs> you know? Then just is about to leave and I brought my friend down there. It was like, uh, it's starting. I was like, oh man, now I really have to do it. And it started there. It was, it was in this dingy place in the afternoon. Um, I did a song that I can't remember now. It was just I downloaded a beat from don't know where. Yeah. Uh, I spent like a, a week or two writing this rap. Yeah. And um, it was it was cool because it, they didn't judge you. There was no first, second, or third. It was just like you dope or not. Mm. Um, Is it a then, crowd thing? Sorry. Is it a crowd favorite? Like the crowd determines. No, the nothing, winner? nothing, no. man. You just go up, do your thing, and yeah. then like that's it. You know, like and there were, but there was everybody from the scene. So if you caught like their attention, there was all like everyone needed. Yeah. And I got called back since then. So I I was quite lucky to rise up quite fast. Like, Within like a few months, I got to mix around with you know, all these cool cats, yeah. uh, producers and things like that. And I went by the name of Switch. Mm. Oh. Yeah, so this, uh, yeah, these things I haven't thought for so long, man. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like I went by the name of Switch. They asked me why, because I, I, w- I was like dying for this Eminem verse that he went like, I, can't, I think it was from the 8 Mile movie. He was a song called Run Rabbit Run. Then uh, he went, uh, I, you can't tell me shit but the tricks to this trade. Switch blade with a little switch to switch blade to switch from a 6 to a 16 inch blade. Shit like a samurai. So, so I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Switch! <laughs> so I call myself Switcher, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it started from there. And then like, there were so many, like because it was so hard to know people, people just right. pulled you along. Mm-hmm. And okay. without uh, this one guy, his name is Freaky Z. I remember that. Yeah, yeah Freaky Z. So Freaky Z was the guy that was like, hey, this guy's good. This guy's good. And like along the way, people would be like, oh, you know, you always will have your haters yeah. regardless. You yeah. know, it's just how the spectrum of hating, yeah. you know. But I think people were just like intrigued by this because the scene was, um, you know, it was very much... I raw? Think, not very raw, but like there wasn't a Eurasian guy. Just like, right. You know, who maybe looked like me, whose name was Kevin Lester. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it was very clickish still because like, again, it was a scene that if you knew who... Uh, was part of it, you, you would be in the circle. So, like, obviously, the circle would protect its circle. Yep. Right. Yep. right. So, was yeah. it... So, so, it was hard to get into it, but right. I, I knew... I'm, I'm still this person today, man. Like, I'm okay if I need to prove myself. Right. And, I, and, and I started from there. And then, from then on, you know, the story continues into me uh, joining a rap group called yeah. Bonafide Vintage Flavor and then uh, starting a band called Six. And then, yeah. I think to me, it's like, where I am as the Line City boy is like, you know, it's like, I've... This artist who I've grown to be, or and I've been waiting to become. It's and 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 like seeing as like how the scene was before, yeah. right? And it with like hip hop music and um all these things that are street, 
you're considered street, you yeah. know? When, how it evolved to today's world, in today's world, like, what's the difference? Wow, because, so like, now, like, now it's, like, the the way I see it, like, it's more mainstream, Every you know, it's so accessible, it's yeah. more out there. But as compared to before, like, was it more underground? Or is it, like, now it's, like, everybody's doing it? I, I think the and way... how I, do you adapt? The way it? I will answer the question is, like, because there's many ways you can. So like hip hop now is so globalized. Like right. you don't need to be American. You don't need to adapt America to American topics yeah. or Western topics yeah. to 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 be part of hip hop. Right. You know, you don't need to have your own like an American accent or like yeah. use lingo that, that is trendy in America or mm. whatever. Mm. So I think hip hop has become so globalized that way. Like you see acts like Higher Brothers, I mean, Rich Brian. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look what they're doing in Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, yeah. where it's very much their own. Like even the productions, the production value of each different uh, region is so different. Some yeah. better than the others, but people gravitate to it. Like when I was in China, and this is just one story, it's probably not like a whole assessment of everything. But when I was in China with Vans, uh, yeah. I was uh, at the House of Vans there, right? Uh, I want to see, oh my goodness, Schoolboy Q opened, uh, Schoolboy Q was the headliner. Oh. And before that was an act. Uh, I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. But like, everybody, it was like when that opening act came out, right, it was like 3,000, 2,000 people packed out this amazing venue for wow. this they, they Song after song, word yeah. after word, what? it happened. And then when Schoolboy Q came on, it was one six of that. No way! Wow. Okay. No way! But it's, it's so that mean wow. to me, it's like it's not whether is like Schoolboy Q is not is better or worse than this right, other guy. Right. It's like how the people saw hip hop. Right. It's like they saw that this guy was speaking their language mm. and, has, and spoke about their environment, and like they gravitated mm. towards that, and like they didn't need like an American person to tell them what. Or, you know what hip hop is anymore because there was this one champion from their own town, from yeah. their own city, and I feel like we in every region. Uh. Do Do you feel it like that so, in but, Singapore? But back in the day, yeah. I feel like everyone, because you had to fake it till you make it almost. Yeah. You know, you have to just borrow what you have because magazines told you what it was. Yeah, you know, you didn't have that much information about it. No one was there to critique you. No one was there to call you out yeah. quickly. You know, yeah. so I feel like that is the way, like the most difference to me. And I and I feel I've changed as well as an artist when I first started out also you know like I didn't figure out what was my message and things like that yeah. but after a while I figured out like the Lion City Boy held this one space that you know I would I would talk about things that I want uh, that I think needed to be talked about whether it's like 10.30 or like when I would talk about love I'm not going to say like I love you I'm going to say like she yeah yeah you know I feel mm. like that was how like I saw myself as an artist that needed to to share a Singaporean perspective uh. and like I have no I, and I don't need to be that old switch right. that was, you know, caught up in the watching everybody else. Uh-huh. Um, Evolve. Guess, uh, yeah, yeah. Evolve you need to, I feel. Yeah. And the scene has evolved in that way as well. And, and But again, that's, to me, that's the biggest difference. That yeah. that idea of identity has changed for when hip-hop has, you know, comes to your city. Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's funny that you mentioned 10.30 because like, I mm. remember when you first put it out, the music video. You want to talk about that? Oh well, my gosh. That lyric video, actually. It's yeah. a lyric video, guys. <laughs> the lyric video so like the lyric video I, I, I didn't want to just uh, you know have somebody just you know animate it or things like that funny enough I asked somebody to animate animate a, a lyric video right and he asked me for $6,000 no I was way. like are you sure it's $6,000 6000 yeah but see sometimes I feel like you know artists we need to check ourselves it's yeah, like that yep. you need to definitely figure out the environment or what's happening around you yeah. before you just quote somebody you know anyway so I decided okay 
don't have, not gonna spend six thousand dollars on on this. Yeah. I don't have that, you yeah. know, in this budget to release the song. <laughs> you know, like wait a minute. Uh, so I had a space up in in Jalan Riang, uh, in uh, near Bradle that side. Gotcha. So it was a uh, my friend owned the. Uh, he was doing his thing, uh, restaurant called Cajun King. So upstairs yeah. he had a space. So he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I support what you're doing. You know, this is your space for you know, uh, for X amount of time. You know, I got you. Saturday up there, so I had a table. I was like, okay, I'm gonna write this. I'm gonna write every word. And the song was about me being like not upset, but because Singapore enforced the new 10:30, uh, the drinking rule, the drinking, right? drinking rule. Yeah. You know. So I was like, man, because I grew up the kind of guy that would top up outside the club. You know, I was yes. like, okay. Uh, you know, so this, what the hell, man? So I was like, I got to write a song about this. And we, the song was just about making fun of it. Like, you know, there's, that, that's who I am. That's, that's who we are as Singaporeans. That's not close off that part of culture. Right. Anyway, so as, as I'm writing this thing, at every milestone of the, write, of the lyric video, I would have to take a shot. Ooh. So like the, 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 the paper would, would be part of so like there'll be like full stops that were actually shots. Yeah. And I thought like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna really do this. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink water, you know. I know it's a video, no and the, it's a lyric video, no one will see me drink. Mm. Yeah. No one needs to know that I drank, but mm. I drank and all the way, man. Was I it was, just you alone? Um, it was a bunch of people. I was like, a bunch of people. It was like, the producer, uh, Fly School, yeah. uh, Adam, uh, yeah. the artist. Um, it was... Uh, my manager was there, so right. so they all just saw this terrible thing go down. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I had to do it four or five times. I was saying, but end of it, right? I think I drank like a crazy amount, a like, crazy amount of vodka. It for sounds no, like a train wreck, but you can't stop. Uh, yeah, yeah. for away, no yeah. apparent reason. Yeah. But um, you know, it was again, man. Sometimes I do all these things so because to me it's a vibe and it's story. fun. It's, it's a story, story to tell mm. uh, in the video before, after when you 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 talk about it, and you know when in moments like this. And uh, yeah, we put it out and, and, and like, was picked up by radio and things like that. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I was going on for a while too. Like yeah, the yeah, song yeah. I liked was it. And for me, I, I take some joy in like when I censor words for radio. <laughs> there are no other artists I've seen. I mean, some people can correct me if I'm wrong. But like, I have vulgar songs on radio. You know, it's like they yeah. censor it. Mm. Even when I put out a song called Old Bike, I had to censor Bitch. Yeah. I was like, I don't hear any other local band putting it out. And having to censor. Censor something and then yeah. people accepting it, you know? Yeah. But it's not because I want to be the, the rebel, yeah. but uh, this might be going off tangent, but it's because I feel like when you create something, like as long as it's good, right, people will accept it. The honesty. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just an honest story and yeah. people will pick it up. Uh, you don't have to think about, I need to cancel this word first. Yeah. So... That's why I did songs like 10.30 and it's, things like that. Yeah. And it's it's also like, I remember also like you telling me, I think like, it was Harry Lee. Mm-hmm. The song of uh, of the the Paradise album, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the first song. The first song. Um, Harry Lee, as everybody would Shout know. Shout out to IMDA who always sending me emails about that thing. Exactly. <laughs> Harry Lee is... Are they really sending you emails? Uh, whenever, whenever you do gigs in Singapore, you got to put out what set list you are. Gotcha. But that's the... Okay, so this is the other thing. So I people always say, hey man, they will censor you. No, IMD has never censored me. Mm. Because when I put it, you explain what the story is about. It, instead of saying like, I represent my city, I just chose a character and painted this picture, this guy coming through the city and cleaning it up and like he's rapping his city and like in the chorus is Harry Lee. Uh. Mm. You know, I feel like it's everything Singaporean, right? Yeah. You know, it's not so much that like I'm saying I'm pro or I'm against or, exactly. or like I, I have views on it. It's just a character in, in a comic book. Yeah. And, uh, and I explain that every time I do a show and they always let me do the show and... I've never had a problem with it, you know, and 
And I feel that it's important to tell people these things because, mm. again, I've seen some. I just saw an interview that day. It's like, oh, he didn't ask for permission for IMDA, so he and he just released it anyway. But actually, IMDA people are kind of cool, man. They like they just <laughs> open. They just like, you know, can you just tell us about it? Gotcha. They just want to know. And 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 like, I feel like at the end of the day, also like, um, it's how you tell it and how you how you portray. You know, like as simple oh, yeah, yeah. as something as like the NDA asking you, like, what's this song about? Like, to be honest, like it doesn't always have to be something bad or good. Like, you can always make it a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about you know identity. You know, like, mm, as long as you're sure who of who you are and why you're doing it. Yeah. Like, I think like there will there will always be a way of doing it. You know, the intention. Yeah. Sometimes if you do it for clout, you do it for like that quick like. Yeah. People can smell very quickly. Yeah. And it's just if it's who you are and you have a message to say and you know, like you are genuine about it, mm-hmm. you know, I think like yeah you will be able to, to pull it off. Uh. Yeah. You know, sometimes in the song is great, but then the video is like people are like, Oh, he just did it for the likes on yeah. the cloud. Interesting. Yeah. So but I feel like yes, it's very complicated where you always have to make sure every part of you is genuine, but isn't that what we should be always? Mm. Like True. everything, you know, even like even this conversation, if it, if it was like a, a shield in front of all of us, and like, yeah. you know, I we all just choose to say the things that we want to say. This would this would be a very one track conversation, right? That's yeah. what the whiskey is for. Yeah, hey, that's, that's right. <laughs> I knew yeah. it was for a reason. It's <laughs> for, for like everybody out there. Again, you know, we have uh, whiskey out on the <laughs> yeah. table. We always do a couple shots. Shout out to whiskey sponsors who yeah. want to be part of this conversation. <laughs> Come through. They did not say this. I said this first for them. So, you know, partner up, partner up, partner up. Yeah, that's I, I'm up. particularly curious about, um, you talked about identity and yep. growing um, with your music from a band to, from a switch yep. to Lion City Boy. I'm particularly curious about has your definition of hip-hop changed through the times from when you first started out? Has, has that idea changed? Because hip-hop, to my knowledge, came from America. Yes. Came from, for lack of a better word, poverty. Mm-hmm. They had nothing. And it, hip-hop birthed from, from, from energy. So I'm just particularly curious if it has changed throughout the years and how has it changed? It's changed for me, right? What you're yes. asking. I mean, definitely, I think my, like, my understanding of hip-hop has become more adult almost, you know? Like, I feel like it was always fun. It was like... And, like, when I first started, what like, being part of the culture, I was, like, so, like, energized by breakdancing, graffiti, um, you know, turntablism, you know? Like, hip-hop. Yeah, so yeah. everything a hip-hop. And then slowly along the way, you find what you like about turntablism mm. and graffiti and, and breakdancing and the types of, like, the many different kind of uh, moves that they do, or whether it's a, it's a windmill or gotcha. it's a top rock or whatever, yeah. you know? And the same thing I think for for hip hop like the types of rappers that I I sort of learned from and picked up whether it's their cadence or like just the 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 messages that they had mm. you know I feel everyone wants to say like who you like it's like oh, usually Tupac or Biggie you know like yeah. I I was like that as well I was like oh it must be Tupac or Biggie either mm-hmm. one because if you didn't say those names it's like maybe you're not hip hop yeah you're learning the wrong syllabus yeah yeah, yeah. and I realized I was not that hip hop you mm. know so like I I loved um. Um, Black Thought, I, I love most Def, Talib Kweli, who yeah. like, they were rappers for sure, but yeah. like, um, it's not names that like, people put against like, Rakim or like, Ooh, yeah. Tupac, or yeah. you know, things like that. It's just for their catalog and for the amazing things that they've done. Gotcha. Even like, the artist that influenced me the most and the reason why I call myself the Lion City Boy is Kid Cudi. Because oh. Kid Cudi calls himself the Cleveland Kid. Mm-hmm. So I was like, 
uh, like the Lion City boy. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. And I still remember like the girl who I was dating at that time. They said, "This is a stupid name. Oh. Don't do that. That's so lame. Why are you so lame?" I was like, "One day it's gonna work." Was it hey. something you were thinking about for a long time, or it just hit you when you? I just, I just Kevin Lester, Lion City boy, because Kevin Lester is so a white, white guy name, bro. Gotcha. Yeah. Why <laughs> guy? Nobody believe I come from Amokyo and Gabriel's. Nothing. They're like, how long your father been here? It's like, mm. uh, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, you know, I, I've heard it all. But uh, I think I I just needed that name to be with to stick with me. Uh, but like it's soon sooner like the name the Lion City Boy became bigger than that I than you know than me. So mm. I knew I I I was happy to be the Lion City Boy. Gotcha. But uh, I think going back to I mean back to your back to your question about what has changed the most is I feel like my understanding of being a rapper is like. I think I was always writing whatever I wanted. Sometimes I write battle, battle rhymes. Yeah. I'm better than you. You're better than... You're not better than me. What, what, what. Yeah. But like, I feel like rap is a... Or hip-hop is a reflection of your environment. You mm. know what I mean? Cool so if I were yeah. to say that like, I, you see me downstairs and you know... I see me in a Lamborghini or whatever. It's like, it's like bro, please. Okay, <laughs> you know, if I talk about my bench and whatever, like... No, you know, it, it, you you can smell that very quickly, especially if you're going up as an artist. You know, yeah. especially a Singaporean male. It's like first, you know, whether the majority of the time you staying with your family first mm. before NS, and then NS comes through, and then you yeah. go university, you still staying with your with your family. You know, it's like so that all these things are like n- not the same as in the states, where someone then leave the house when they're sixteen, they go to LA and they build whatever they need to build, yeah. yes. and they're on their own, and yeah. there's so much pain, and then they move from place, they don't make it, they go back and they yes. come back. Yeah. So I knew that like that is not me and I need to be sure of who I am so that people trust every word I say. Because when it comes to band, like bands can say whatever they want, bro. Mm. You know, indie band, like he can he can say like what's that pumped up kicks? I can't remember the lyrics. Oh. I always go back to what run after my gun, gun, no no what pumped up kicks. I can't remember the exact lyrics. Yeah. Foster the people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can say anything one, but as a rapper, if I said, you know, uh, run after my gun, yeah. da, 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 it's like you'd be like, okay. Is slow down mm. is that you slow yeah. relax yourself Lion City boy yeah. it's not NS anymore no more gun you're holding <laughs> you know it's like there's nothing like that so mm. I feel like do do people hold you to that uh, statement you made because you're a rapper I, yeah. I like think the they do say, yeah. like they do they immediately do it because it's just part of hip hop where you like you, you listen to, to the lyrics mm. if it's not like the flow will get you first like yeah. but if the chorus comes something like shady it's like you know, or like even there's even there's once I remember I was playing a gig and then the DJ hit the, the gun sound. <laughs> I was right. like, that that affects me also, you know, because there's nothing about me that that, that that has a gun. Yeah. You know? So so I become very particular about who I am as a rapper. So that's what I feel has changed for me as a rapper. I'm I become more particular and sure of this artist that I that I want to be. A. Um, and is and you. It's so detailed that as as a rapper, you you make you have to be sure of everything you say, every move you make. Exactly. You know, you like I just did ping dot. I cannot go out to ping dot and like put two middle fingers in the air or start right. with start a song with like Migos. You uh, know, to for my DJ or my DJ to start a song like about like Migos and then I come out. You know, it's yeah. like you you I feel like you always have to be sure. You have to be an understanding of the environment and then bring your craft to the environment. Be adaptable. Be adaptable. So like, you know, I mean, be who you are. Yeah. But you know, don't don't just think that this this is a rap show. Come on, you know everybody. You know, middle thing in the air. Yeah. There's a moment for it. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. like I've done it. Mm. You know, but it's because you have to pick your moments. Uh. 
So uh, I think that what I, that's what I would say. I become more sure of who the Lion City boy is. Uh, that, that DNA. Uh. Gotcha. So I'm still learning though, man. I'm that's that's a that's yeah. a I'm still learning. I mean, like, so like we've talked about the Lion City boy, okay, as the rapper and this artist. So mm-hmm. in terms, of, like, I would say like there are personas. Yep. So there's Kevin Lester, which is sitting right here in front of me, okay. and then there's the Lion City boy. So. In terms of like real life personalities or personas, is there a stark contrast to your online? When does the Lion City Boy start and the Kevin Lester begin? Yeah, is that what you're trying tell, to say? Tell, tell us a little bit more. Well, I mean, about Kevin Lester, I would say I wanted the same. You know, like I would say this, like I. L- uh, when when we were in New York, you remember? We yeah, were, I remember. So that me trip. and Ritz did uh, Inside Out. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's a STB show that I think was SG50. They brought X from Singapore and like, gotcha. you know, just let's sh- showcase Singapore art, music, mm. um, food also, you know. you know, Passion you know, make possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how it goes, right? Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> so it was, it was me and Caracal. Uh, oh, so, nice. I mean, we did the show and what, when after like, the f- there's two nights of the show. So after we did the show, um, the first night, mm. I remember the security guards came to me. Um, obviously, they, you know, they're minority, you know, like they yeah. grew up hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so they were like, oh, you know, this is amazing. You know, like hip hop, you know, I grew up with it and then now you guys from Singapore are doing it and then it was very powerful. They were saying that it was very genuine that was coming um, from me. Mm. You know, it was, hey, it's not an act, man. You know, you 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 the thing. You know, yeah. you're the thing. <laughs> and then the next time, next day we did it, it's like they they call their family members and oh, they just let damn. them do the So, I mean, STB had like strangers in, like, you know, you had to sign up all these guys yeah. inside but the security guys were so um, they, I mean, they were so kind and and they were so uh, uh, encouraged by my music that they just brought everybody in. Just case you guys check out Line City Boy, check out Line City it's Boy. It's a trip. Yeah. yeah, that. So for me, that like that is so pressurizing already. You know. So at the end of the show, fast forward, the guy comes up to me. He's like almost in tears. You know, because hip hop is like is they bleed this this yeah. genre. They saw it grow yes, up. Yes. You know, through their family members. And, yeah. and that, I mean, that's a quick roundup of the story he was telling me. So then he said, I said, um, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. I said, what's your name? I can't remember his name now. I'm so sorry. But I said, I'm Kevin. He said, nah, man, you the Lion City boy. Hey. So for me, it's like, that, that took me. It's like, I never got that in Singapore. I mean, right. at that journey, mm. I mean, SG15 now is, I'm so, I can't remember. Two years? Three years? It's three, three years coming, four. So, yeah. Three years coming, four? three years. Is it four? No, three. Three, 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 three years. Okay. Shout out, shout out. Uh, three years. <laughs> three years already. So that was still a come up. I think I just released Yaya maybe, you know. So yeah. that was when, you know, things were really just starting for me, I think. And I realized like, oh wow, you know, like, like this person sees that, that this, is, this is me. Yeah. And because in Singapore, I always had to, to almost censor myself because people like, mm. You know, were uncomfortable. I remember I did a radio show before, and then yeah. they made they made fun of me that I was called the Lion City Boy and things like that. You know, so like I always felt that pressure of like, okay, don't worry, just call, just call me Kevin, just call me Kevin. You know, oh, it's fine. Wow. So I feel like when I and after SG Fifty when that happened, right, it was like really a conscious effort of like you know, of this man's energy sh- that he shared with me, mm. that I I am going to make sure that this person is true. The Lion City Boy is Kevin Lester, same as GEZ is. Um, Gerald, you yeah. know, like logic, he calls himself Bobby. Yeah, you yeah. know, you shouldn't be afraid of your, of 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 being that person, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of, of being this artist when you say these things that you want to say. Because once you start like dividing all these things and compartmentalizing all these things, then how are people gonna believe you? Because 
then you can just play a character, right? You can just be a caricature mm-hmm. of yourself or Singapore or of a Singaporean environment. So I realized that, you know, man, yeah, you're damn right, I'm the Lion City boy. <laughs> yeah. So Auth- yeah. Authenticity. Yeah, but it, but that's, that's a hard one. If like we yeah. had a whole one podcast about authenticity that can go oh, on forever, you know how exactly. hard yeah. to be authentic, you know, because you're going to get people to, to trust you. Mm. But, to trust yourself. Yeah, too. yeah. So, that, I mean, it started with that, you know, I think um, it started with those moments that I made sure that I needed I, I, it needed to be the same. Everything I say on paper is the same. It's a story. It's not something that I uh, I just made up out of thin air. It's something that my friend went through or I went through. I saw it or it happened. You can trust that if I said it, it happened. Uh, um, so that's that's like uh, like a key rule uh, for me when writing songs. Uh. Yeah. yeah. You talked about the evolution of mindsets as, mm. as you were going through a music career. Do you... Was, was it someone external who said something to you and you immediately clicked in your head or was it something that you just naturally over time became aware of? Of mindset? Like what kind of, like what you mean? Like how? Mm, I think because, because I believe you mentioned um, about being conscious not to, not to adopt the Western portrayal of hip-hop, mm. something more local. Yeah. Because hip-hop is an outside commodity. Yeah. To, 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 to represent it in Singapore, it, as as you said, you really have to 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 be aware of what what the message is, what the energy is like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think I try try to pay attention, you know. And I I record everything, so my manager will record every show. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I read every comment about me gotcha. uh, on newspapers. I mean, every write up that I every interview that I do. You know, mm. I'm, I'm trying to make sure let's see feedback. You know, things like that. Uh, I try to be con- more conscious about it, like so that I can be a better artist also because. I'm independent, so there's no manager or no A and R telling me that like this is the next move for you or whatever. You know, you gotta learn quickly and make sure you 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 improve as you go on. So uh, I I think it's very much I'm just listening, to be to be honest. Yeah. Like, I don't take any any uh, feedback as like a negative feedback unless it's like malicious, you know. But like, gotcha. but that's not our environment in Singapore. That's be to be honest. So you don't really get that unless. It's maybe on like Twitter a troll or things like that. But, you know, once I, in a while, <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. But you know, it, it, I I've been lucky. It's never like that. But I'm always just trying to listen. Uh, you know, um, if people say like that show was that, that show was amazing. You know, or uh, like this or this happened and uh, and like we missed this thing that you did the last time. Mm. I might not say anything, but like I'm just listening. Uh, gotcha. You know, right. because. I want you to come to every show. I have a good time. Like, mm. I want you to have a good time at every show. Even yeah. when, again, when we did Pink Dot, it's like, there was one thing I wanted people to celebrate. There were so many people out there that, that were just, um, you know, happy to be them. You know, yeah. you don't get that all the time, you yeah. know, like, and I feel like, to be honest, after what I witnessed at Pink Dot, yeah. like every music festival should be Pink Dot. Oh, yeah, it's like when you see people dress up and just be comfortable with, with themselves, you know, mm. just comfortable, mm. just sure of who they are and what they are about and like their, like their message in life. And like every music festival needs to have the same environment like Pink Dot. You know, when, when, we, when I came out there and you asked everybody to put their, put their hands up and like, you know, when they danced along, it's like, there was this like energy, man. It's undescribable. Right. Undescribable. That like we were all there, one together for one reason, you know. 
Yeah. That, and to, to me to be part of that was uh, was a blessing uh, for sure. It's like, I mean, like from experience, like um, for those listeners out there, like I actually play drums for the Lion City Boy. Damn <laughs> right. Every time, every time we would go on stage, no matter where we are playing, it felt like whatever you just described <laughs> to me. Yeah, it's yeah. like we felt like we are playing to a Pink Dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concert. Yeah. And and uh, one thing that I always take note of every time you say it's like you always ask people you always say like are we here to party as one we're yeah. all one as a, as yep. a crowd oh. yes. put your hands up you know yeah. like, be with me up and down up and down yeah. up and down and then the track goes yeah you know that every time you say that like I mean I don't think I've ever ever said this, this to you but like every time you say that my hair stands hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then like I would count off the song what yeah so yeah it's great. up to you to the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta remember to come in <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but you know whenever we, we, we came together like rehearsal I was like a show sometimes you know it's mm. like yeah. because like there were, there's how much there's the people who I always wanted to be surrounded with anything I do in life whether it's football I play on a Sunday or people who are with me in the rehearsal, you know, like we we need to to be one because mm. when we go out on stage, right? Yes, the Line City Boy is my name on the poster for sure, yeah. but we all depend on each other. Just like as much as I I depend on Riz, Riz depends on me to mm. to, to to bring the show. Yeah, yeah. I I I've, I said it a long time ago, but and like I'm not sure if like even you remember. I feel like we talk we talk about these things that, like you know after the rehearsal you know everybody can have a day like hey, talk, talk 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 <laughs> you know it's like nobody's indispensable in like everybody in this band needs to 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 pull their weight yeah. yeah so if I even if you are not gravitating to my music and if I come to the studio and like I'm lackluster and you're not energized by me right fire me right. also you know mm. like don't play for me. And mm. that's the energy I feel like is the most important. Uh. And when when I came when we come together, you know, it's me, Ritz, Abu, and uh, Nas, Adam. Adam. You know, when when we play together, it the show, <laughs> the rehearsal is a show. Yeah. Because yeah. when we go out to the show, right, is we are there to have a good time with you. Gotcha. You know, yeah. because we came here, because when you came to this show, regardless if it's a free show, you took a bus to come here, mm. you paid some money, you took a taxi, whatever, and it's, I'm, I want to make sure that you go home feeling that like, you are proud of the music that, that you're a fan of or yeah. like, proud of local music, whatever it is, you know, I feel like that is how important it should be. Uh. So, I think it, it, it's important to put that kind of respect on it. Uh. That's incredible work ethic. Yeah. Uh, but you have to gravitate towards the people. I feel like, even in TYC, I've seen you guys grow so fast and so big and like everywhere doing everything and that's not easy, you know what I mean? Like, and like, people sometimes, they, they, they trash on it. They say, you know, why are we the same names? I don't know if people ever say that thing about TYC, but like, for mu- musicians, for artists, sometimes they're like, why are we the same name on the poster? But there's a re- reason why mm-hmm. like, you see these like, 30 different names that sort of like, go up and down in the poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be part of this, this, this bracket, whatever bracket you you deem it to be, whether it's for whatever reason, I feel like putting that work, you know, like sometimes you, you do hear about people saying that like, oh, you know, people don't understand my music, but then the music, because if you really pay attention, if it was so difficult for you to <laughs> explain it to someone, yeah. then, but then you want a giant audience, mm. you need to assess that, you know, so I, whenever we do workshop, I feel like, you, you know, I always tell people like, like understand what you want to do first set mm. your goals yeah. if your goal is to 
I remember this one uh, metal band they say why 97 never play my music huh? I was like bro 97 is like they don't play metal music yeah, yeah. you know it's a business a radio is a business they, re- when it's not a business they shut down like yep. Lush yeah. yep. you know that's yeah. the truth of it that's true so that's true. you know you, ha- you have to be sure of like your market and you have to be sure of like what your goals are yeah. so if you want to be a metal band that plays like giant festivals then like reach out maybe, you know you have the blogs that metal metalhead blogs or like yeah. Yeah. Um, different avenues that are like metalhead like fan pages on, gotcha. on Reddit or things like that gotta be smart about it you gotta be smart, smart about it you know yeah. like don't just like ah. there was once NAC I, I remember said for a meeting somebody said why NAC got no grant to buy guitar huh? I was like Wait, NAC sl- don't know what got no, mon- got no grant to buy instruments mm, I was okay. like slap yourself you know <laughs> <It's Yeah>. like, <laughs> so uh, you know that that uh, work ethic is something that like rise in every art form and everything yeah. and then there's a reason why you gravitate to this, the people that you do gotcha you know it's the energy if, you, if you're all lazy you're all lazier yeah you know if true. you there's a one million shot man if, they have, if you if you make it big good on you uh, throughout but, your career was there someone who taught you these things yeah because taught me like because there wasn't I would imagine there isn't a school where you can learn hip hop. There isn't a school where you can learn business in music, something like that. So throughout your career, do you remember were these things that you learned and you picked up just throughout your career? Yeah, I mean, I picked up from different artists. Uh, you know, like mm. even like, I was a fan of Rich had this other band called Ryan Magenta. Mm. You know, like those little things like you know when watching the bands that, that you like, or like again watching you know Dior and Lydia. You mm. know, it's like even before I met Lydia, I was like I was. Like you guys um, did, Alidia did a, a cover art for Cesare. Yes, I was the one that introduced Irie to ah. to TY, to TYC and yeah. all the things. You know, it's like for me, it's like I'm just always out there and listening and just watching. And I'm a student of everything. You know, it's super dramatic hip hop shit. But I'm a student <laughs> of this game. Uh, you know, like I'm I I want to know what's happening, who's next. Like yeah. so that like uh, I'm involved. Uh, you know, right, because right. I'm again. You know, like but. I mean, now that you're thinking, uh, talking about it, like before I became the Lion City Boy, yes, I was signed by LA label. So that's also one other thing. Maybe that's like a, I'm thinking of it now. There's a story to tell. I was signed by LA, LA label that was fronted by the one uh, one of the members from the Black Eyed Peas. Yes, this guy, uh, uh, Apple the app. So when he brought me out there, it was a talent development thing, and to watch people grind right and they are in LA the place where dreams happen right yes. uh, like that's how much they hustle right yes, yes. it's like if I'm in Singapore and I'm not doing this hard work right I'm never gonna make it and I and trust me when I say this is like I, I, I want to be successful man mm. it's like I want to live my life with music and live my life with hip hop this is not like I just want a Grammy I just want that this is like I want I want to I, you know I, I want my family to grow up and in this environment, uh, gotcha, in, this, right. in this music thing that that that, that I'm lucky to be a part of, uh. so I mean when I was there, like you know, you we write right, like I think before that I was writing like most artists write in Singapore is like yeah. one song maybe the fullest write one week, mm-hmm. uh, take their time slowly, yes, yeah. but down there it's like four hours, engineer two artists come together, songwriters that people put there, we gotta make a hit together, yeah. And that's all the time we have because ev- because everybody else they're writing for somebody else. The engineer got to do some other thing. Yes, yes. The, the label, hustle. the label got to move. You know, if you are not part of this, if you are not ready, don't be there. That's almost how it is. You know, like mm. like it should be a bar. There always should be a bar in any industry. I think, 
so I learned that lah. Like I want to be part of it. And like you know, like you have to bring your A game. So I came back with that same same energy, and then that's when I wrote Paradise. I wrote Yaya, and I wrote you know songs like Harry Lee and things like yeah. that. Because it's like the energy that I realized like if that is what it takes to make it, mm. like I'm not gonna kid myself. Like there was a guy I met. Uh, his name is Roshan. He was like Disney or Nickelodeon kid, you know. Right. Like, his father moved out, moved their, they sold their house and bought like a warehouse and turned that warehouse to one part studio, one part dance, one part dance rehearsal space, one part Damn. something in the office. Yeah. Because they all believe in this one, one, one you know, this one kid. kid yeah. you know? So I feel like that's the amount of love and energy yeah. it takes. Right? Then let's not kid ourselves out here in Singapore. You know, it's like, I, I, I need to em- like, you know, embrace that uh, um, glow that energy so that other people see that like this is also like it's not kidding uh, it's for the really uh, you know <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like and uh, I it's, hope I've done that justice uh. it's like it's like also like just seeing like what you mentioned like you no, know, like the industry in LA it's, it's so cutthroat you mm. know but the cutthroat is actually the positive thing no no everyone a, sees a hundred yeah, percent exactly. it should be that difficult and, because that's how we, we, we grow mm-hmm. uh. and, and, and also like if they're working like as hard as how you described earlier, be in Singapore, are we supposed to work even doubly just as hard just to get that? You know, we are supposed to bring up, pump it up to the next level. Yeah. You know, so you know when when a lot of people like what you're saying is like they're working and like you know, uh, you know, like they're saying ah, you know, I just can't write blah blah blah. You know, but then when you go to LA, you experience this energy where like. And you know, if I don't write today, I might lose this job. <laughs> I might not. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you might lose it. this like you know? feature. You might lose yeah. this opportunity and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Uh, but I think a lot of times here in Singapore, I mean, we have been. Have it too easy. <sighs> yeah, of course. You yeah. know, we has the, the 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 pain point is so much distant from like mm. I know any other country. I mean, I feel sometimes even like you, when you use analogies like like the Beckhams, you know, like I was talking to, to a friend, I was like, oh, this is a great idea of what it is like here because like David Beckham is was a success. He was like, a, David Beckham is, you know, a football player for Manchester <laughs> If you didn't know, if you don't follow football, you know, he, he's a superstar, yeah. um, play for his country and amazing things. Um, multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Anyway, but he's that because of the middle-class income family that he was from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His children are not footballers. They yes. all went through Arsenal. They all went through Man- uh, Manchester United Training Academy yeah. and they did not make it. Okay, It's not like they didn't love it. They did not make it. But so like for me, it leads me to believe also like, because they don't need it. What? Mm. They already, these kids are already doing it. Not to put on any, anybody or what, but like, like no one knows no story is the same, yes. you know. So it's like they, it, it all comes from struggle. Also, I feel if especially, you know, like especially rap in Singapore, hip hop, yeah. art in Singapore, because it's almost like it doesn't exist. This umbrella, so mm. you always you always need to be this entrepreneur to make it, and yeah. that is a struggle to make On it. And own, if you yeah. don't need to fight that struggle, then you won't behave like that. There's a struggle, right? Yeah. So I feel like. So the struggle is essential. Uh, it's essential because as an artist in Singapore, it's like we are the ones making it, man. Mm. Whether people like to say it or, or not, but like in the last five, six years, like the bricks are slowly getting in place. Like mm. whether this is just, this is it, this is a phase, or this is going to be bigger, 
who knows yeah. yeah but I feel in the last five years no one has had what we've had we've had like in history then in, in history then all these yeah. other bands you know like like people working with brand brands and things like that you know like and I'm and becoming ambassadors like it it, it doesn't it would not equate it's a trip yeah it's a trip it's yeah. crazy you know what I mean bad, uh, man. Uh, especially a ra- I feel like a rapper like me as well you know like I feel like I didn't have a place beyond and then suddenly people like I, there's this moment that like people believe in Line City Boy and then all these things I get involved with sometimes I step back you know mm. it's like oh, wow people said I would never play Laneway we play Laneway yes people, I, four times people said like that they all cannot this to to hip hop to whatever yeah, but I really, remember that yeah but then there was one year man they, that uh, we closed the show yeah we, we closed uh, the you know? fucking show uh, <laughs> is that like the highlight of being a musician closing the show uh, yes I mean it's yeah. a headline for sure because they it, usually the headlining act is the one that you know is it it closes the, the the night the night you know it has to be a a, a big thing a bang yeah. a bang a big thing so I mean even to be selected to say the pledge for NDP you know man like that was a big thing to me it was it was like it was my voice that they chose to have this new rendition of the pledge that has never been done in history that's what they said yeah. no one has ever renewed that voice Oh wow. wow! I'm the first one, and then when and when they recorded, it didn't. They didn't give me a criteria. The first thing is said, "Okay, come on, press record. You do what you want. <laughs> I do what I want. Are you sure? Uh, you know, they say just go for it. I trust you. Wow! And it was like that. You know, so even if my facts are wrong, maybe there have been many different versions of the 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 pledge mm. from what they told me in the studio to yeah. to get me excited. Yeah. yeah. But like, is my voice that like like when that now these young kids, right, like these kindergarten kids that don't that the song was hammered to and yeah. played every day <laughs> in their life. Hammer them, hammer, you know? But like they remember it. Like I I I kid you not, I had so much I didn't know I had that many parents on, on Instagram talking to me. But like they messaged me, they look, man, they sent me pictures of like and videos of their kids saying like I never um thought that my kid could um remember something like this or whatever. Because when we grew up, I don't know about y'all, but like in Saint, in Saint Gabriel's it's like when we say the pledge we stare at two poles and the, and the, <laughs> and the flags up there already, and Same, that's bro. about it yes. but this was done in a relevant way that would that seemed to like, you know pull in these people mm. and all these kids that like the parents the videos or whatever like just reciting the pledge mm. so these they downloaded this Singapore pledge in a different emotional way so to Man. me like that is what like you you can say whatever you want whether like Dan City Boy was on an NDP but like because that has sometimes a negative connotation. Mm. But like, that, for what we did for that year, like, and like the feedback that we got, like, I feel like that was one of the greatest highlights of my life to be, be part of that. And like, the, the artists and the creatives that were part of that, 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 that year, you know, I, you know, it's just so humbling to be, to be associated with them. Uh. So, that was cool, Damn. man. That's, that's, that's some... That's some real shit, man. Yeah, that'd yeah, be real shit, but like... That's, that's real shit. That, that's what we... I mean, I was always yeah. chasing her and I... Lucky to be a part of it. Yeah, man. I am curious about the, your views on selling out because mm. in hip-hop, people often... Because hip, to, to me, hip-hop is about... It, it used to be a lot about posturing. It used to be a lot about clout. Okay. Yeah, so I'm curious to know your thoughts about selling out and does the concept of selling out even exist? as artists because artists have to earn a living so what what is your definition of selling out and because the the, the NDP thing that you you just mentioned could mm. be seen by someone who is 
who champions hip hop, real hip hop, yeah. quote unquote, as yeah. selling out. Yeah. But from, from what you just described, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. I think people, I mean, for, for take the NDP, I, I was lucky enough that nobody said I sold out, mm. you know? But that's because I, I hope that people saw that, like, the Lion City Boy represents Singapore, you know? Even when you don't rep, uh, represent me on, on that day, I still got you. You know, that's, that, that's who the, the Lion City Boy will always be. He's just in this person that, will carry, that wants to carry the stories from this city. Mm. So when I, when I do, do do things like the pledge, like, and I do do it in my way, like I, it goes back to the first thing we talked about. It has to be genuine, right? Because mm. people smell that very quickly. Yeah. So it's something that you have to be, you have to build along, like you have to build that trust. I can never release like a conscious you're not, not I like I feel like an artist can never release a conscious rap song like Kendrick or whatever talk about like political if like if you don't have that DNA as a mm. as an artist you've not built that thing with your fans that like you know what from day one he's always talking about these things and finally he got his chance to say it and so I feel like it's about building that that um, conversation with your with your fans already like. now once you've built that and you obviously deviate very far away. I feel like it can. You can see why people would say things like that, lah. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. Um, if say I think in my context, if I did the Lion City Boy and I mean if I am the line, I am the Lion City Boy and did all these things and then maybe I play a caricature of myself hmm. in a dig not Digley show maybe like a <laughs> Jack Neal show <laughs> and like you know let go all like I don't know like a very Indian guy or yeah. like a very Eurasian guy yeah. or like that's like totally not who you could believe I, I right. am you know I, mm. then of course then I can see why you were saying I'm a sellout gotcha. right. but like I, I, I'm I'm very like uh, like particular about things like that like I if, if I can share with you one thing man is I just got even two two day, two three days ago I got an email sometimes because I, I also like I, I write songs for campaigns and things like yes, that. Right. This campaign came to me. They said they wanted to do. Uh, they have this rap that they wrote down. It would be like an Indian expert versus uh, this Chinese guy and things like that. And the things that they were saying to each other, they wanted me to say right. Yeah. It's like the the Chinese guy would say that the Indian guy like why are like, you so high, you know mm. like you are like, drinking your tiger beer. It's like. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'll, obviously I say no I explain then man this is like super racist like why would yeah. you so I explain obviously explain in a very like polite way yeah. it is not who uh, I, I think I am and who I think uh, the culture like, is the, like, like, who, like yeah this this conversation I, I don't I, I'm, I'm not with yeah you yeah. know so like you have to to be able to say no la, because mm. I feel like I think a lot of times we all we, we just want we just think like, the, like if we don't have the next job, it's not going to happen. Mm. But I found that like, the more I said no, the more suddenly like, eh, how can I got this other gig? You know? Interesting. Be, but because people started to trust with what I, 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 was, I was about. Mm. I mean, I'm sure if you as an artist, like, if like you were to suddenly change like your, your designs for like different, different things, like people would not have this idea of of what you're about, right? Mm. Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah, ultimately, yeah, at yeah, the end of the yeah. day. And I'm just particularly curious because um, do you ever feel restricted? In Singapore? No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe, but do you ever feel restricted um, because 
of authenticity of being so authentic to yourself that you like you want to say something but you're afraid that it might be a bit off brand has that thought ever crossed your mind oh no no I surely will say don't worry bro (laughs) (laughs) I surely will say say, but it's I don't because for me I'm like I try to write songs that like when I that I don't it's not literal Mm. you know it's never is literal literal, because I don't know how to say how how to tell you the same thing over and over again with the same words all over again you know so um, I never, I'm, I never feel restricted. I think, but, uh, I mean, I do think yeah, like, in something in in Singapore as a context, like there's some things you usually cannot discuss. Mm. You know, like you want to talk about like your 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 choice of whether it's pro PAP or, mm. or, or opposition or, you know, opposition or yep. whatever. There's there is maybe something maybe you can discuss in a, in a platform or you know in your personal time. Yes, but in a song because of like where the way our environment is like there will be a lot of of issues that will come come back to you yes. so i think yeah in that way i do censor myself mm. you know but if i want to make fun of something or say something it's somewhere in the song <laughs> you know <laughs> you know like or like it, it will be an album worth of of things yeah. that i need to piece together mm. so i uh i think i i will always try try to discuss it lah because a lot of times in as the Lion City boy, I feel like I want to touch things that uh like speak about things that people don't want to do. It's like oh no, it's okay, I do it. Mm. Ten thirty, nobody right. make fun of this. I do it, man. It's okay, don't worry, bro. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like yeah, I have a song in the paradise. I talk about my friends going to Orchard Towers and things like that. Yeah. It's part of our culture. What? It, what, what? What are you trying to say? Like like you know the girls are like are bad, are like mm. are terrible people. <laughs> no, you know it's like mm. you know what, what? I feel like it's a part of Singaporean culture as well. Yeah. You know that. You sometimes we avoid whether it's because it's taboo or things like mm. that. Yeah. But like these are real Singaporean stories. Yes. All the time. So, so yeah. I mean like just like kind of backtracking a little bit, like, you know, with the the, the pledge and like, you mm. know, being on like the NDP and like for the first time in history, you know, re Somebody check that fact. Yeah, somebody fact go check, check that fact. Fact, fact, fact check, check that <laughs> that stuff and get back to us. Um how's the like are you talking about like children and kids, you know, yeah, like yeah. the next generation? Somebody sent me a, a video of their dog standing at attention, bro. What the fuck? No way. <laughs> yeah, no way. That, that's crazy. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. But like... That's your next album right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you see, that means people were, people were embracing it. People, people were like having fun with the pledge. Mm. I feel like, you know, why is it always so angry? Oh, it's not so angry, sorry. So like serious. It's like yeah. the pledge mm. don't move. Yeah. Don't embrace anything. But like, it's that one moment where it was like, you know, it was part of like you know, like a day, or like a vibe. It was like you could replay that on your YouTube. You could like it. It it was part of mm-hmm. like that year timestamp. Mm-hmm. You know, so so speaking of that, so what I was gonna get to is like, you know, to many of y'all do not know, uh-huh. Kevin here's it's a dad of two. And that's right. <laughs> you know, so have your kids like. Have they reacted to it? Have you seen the funniest thing and, and what I love the most, right, bro, is because like I said like, this is what I want to I want my I want my family to grow up in this. So the craziest thing is that my kids have no idea of what life is really like in a way. Mm. Because right. they come to NDP like normal like that. They sit down there, yeah. I walk out on the stage, yeah. you know, blah, 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 fireworks. <laughs> it's like, oh, are they going to work? Let's go, let's go. And they, in school, in kindergarten, it's like, they're like, they play, they play projector, like, it's like, like, you know, one part of their day where they have to watch this thing. 
their friends they will shout like you know that's Zola's daddy oh damn uh, so yeah. it's like for them yeah. it's like yeah correct yeah. That's, uh, you yeah. know so like it's, it's normalized that's yeah, normalized yeah. for them which is yeah. uh, it's, it's weird that way right. you know I feel like so uh, I, I'm, I have no idea what I'm putting them through <laughs> but like uh, they've been like super like they're super soldiers at it you know they're like they've taken it they've like they've always uh been excited for me also. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm really sure cool. they're proud, like, you know, as kids, like, to see your dad. Who knows, you know? bro? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, you are like six and four, so yeah. I have no idea whether, you know, whether they're proud they, of me. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, when they look back, I mean, in this digital age we live in, like, you know, with Instagram, you know, they oh, yeah, always yeah, track yeah, back yeah. And, and, like, I want to make stories for real. That's, exactly. all, that's all I want. I, I want to live life through stories, you know, like, so then even, like, Things that I do whether whether I'm on hol- when we go out for holiday or we yeah. have a crazy road trip or like whether in this you know in, this mu- in music release yeah. different songs, but NDP is like I want them to be like looking back at this and like oh my mom, mom and dad they're part like, of it they were, yeah. they were part of it like, you yeah. know that's why like anything that I do is like I want to make sure that like it like I think about them as well so mm. I feel like I mentioned being dot too many like many times in this interview so far but like. Because like I, f- like I I do believe in the freedom of, of love and things, yes, you know, exactly. and, yeah. But like, I cannot just say that at a podcast. So if you call me for Pink Dot, then I'm gonna be there, right? So you know, I wanted to look back at all these things. If I say I represent this city, and I and I got a chance to do NDP, mm. I was there. Mm. I said the pledge. Did I? You know, I I did it all. Right. So because I want to always embody all, like all these things that I'm trying to teach them also. Mm. So. Uh, that that is always um, the most important thing to me la. Like I, I stop trying to impress uh, like you know haters and things yeah. like that. Only I only want to impress my mother, uh, my <laughs> wife, and my two kids. That's about you it, know, man. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's about it, my yeah. friend. <laughs> you're you're out there. You know you're you're a performer, you're an artist, and a dad to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. No, but because I feel like it's important. I want Singaporeans to see that, like. It, I mean, it can be done with time and patience and, you know, hard work. Shit, this shit can be done. You know, like, it, it, my, uh, Erica and, and, and I, you know, we we took a while to find our house, you know, get it right, you yeah. know, like, we've, we've, uh, make sure, like, our, our, our family is right as well and now we just bought our first place. We have, our, we have a car. You, you know, <laughs> I'm a rapper, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, it's important, you know. I I I want the next person to to be able to look at that as well. Uh. Yeah, it's not all fun and games. It is on stage. Yeah. But it, you know, this is real to me. It's my life. Uh. Like Lion City Boy and Kevin Lester, like it's, it's the same person, man. It's one. It's one. It's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it put things into perspective though? Having kids, them, having, having to teach them, them, of course, bro. Yeah, everything. I've never been more focused in my life than like when until when I had kids. Mm. Because I, I f- like almost I found my purpose and that shit. Wow. You know what I mean? Uh, everybody has a different purpose, but that was suddenly that was mine because it's like, uh, uh, Sheikh Heigl told me this, and like that is like super. He's like the the he's the godfather of rap, also the police of my <laughs> yeah. sometimes of my life, of my life. You know, it's like he always said these amazing things that he says. So he told me, he said, "Look, man, kids didn't ask to be born, so you gotta look after these these guys." Yeah. I was like. Oof. Wow, correct. Yeah, that's true. It's like such, such a simple thing, you know. Like they didn't ask to be here, and now it's our responsibility to make sure like we look after these fellas, you know. So, 
that has been one of the the, the most important things to me uh, that my, I make sure my family is is right you know we are we are always together we are always uh you know moving together and growing together and like um uh and 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 that is something that I want to make sure like me and Erica keep sharing with people uh, whether it's on Instagram or on the things that we do uh, the the life choices that we make is all everything we must say yeah I did it why I can I can explain to you you know not not just like no like people ever say people ever, ever tell you like you know to tembak you know you just like you just anyhow do things yeah, mm. yeah. once you have kids you know like, there's no anyhow anymore yeah, you gotta be you gotta, you gotta yeah. be serious about gotta, this thing yeah, you know? exactly <laughs> so I, once I had kids suddenly like oh and you know everything sort of clicked the puzzle became closer together right yeah yeah interesting so now being a father yourself mm. and do you remember any lessons that your family taught you that you still remember to today yeah of course man my father is probably the reason why I represent the city so much my father was like my father one of those guys like for, like Eurasian Indian fella yeah. mixed around like you know Hokkien fella's gangster <laughs> they, he got like Hokkien like name or yeah. father of Buki or like that kind of guy group Amokyo uh, uh he he be, he was a foreman that worked his way up all the way to um, like a safety senior or whatever gotcha. you know in construction yeah. and things like yeah. that. But along the way, like every time, like say like when we were younger, he would have a pickup. He drives around, right? He would stop by the side of the road. And he would he would like he would knock the window. He said, "I built." Oh wow! So I did that. So my father was wow. part of like the team. He was not like in charge of it. No? Nothing like that. Okay, right. but like when Singapore was building itself. Like he, like from young he would hear, uh, he would tell us stories about the French company that would come here to teach the locals how to build a tunnel, and he was part of like building the Orchard Road, you know, the tunnel to Havelock exit wow. and things like that. You know, build like, all these like you know the different buildings in CBD. Like before the Star Wars building was built, it was my father's last project that he was involved in. He mm. one day he texts me like you know, the Sandcrawler, that's yeah. the one. Uh, he texts me and then he's like, "Who's this fella? Like everybody seems so like, like." Uh, excited by him like they all like keep shaking his hand it's like George Lucas came for like yeah. uh, uh, invite and walk around the sand crawler and my father's like who is this fella you know? like, uh, so he was always part of like very important buildings in Singapore and he always made sure like he told me like ah you know this is what I did so I feel like sometimes when I look back in it I feel like that is where I like, became very like you know like he's almost like an artist painting you know yeah. uh, writing signature on, on a painting is like yeah. this is what I did there's a certain know. sense of pride in what he yeah, was doing yeah there's a certain yeah. sense of pride so maybe there's something in there yeah you know but uh, I've been lucky I was also very lucky to have a very big family environment Sunday parties in, the, in a house always weekend uh, hangouts and my family is you know all diverse you know uncles that like everybody got their own problems <laughs> you know but like you know like uncle come in go out of like yeah. prison for yeah. drugs and things like that but we are still one family. So yeah. I feel like that's, that, that, that idea was very important to me. And, and even when I had, even when, when, you know, as a band, I feel like mm. that was the most important thing to me. We will meet up for nothing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just like, hey bro, come please again. You know, like, <laughs> I, you know it's like, yeah, please just come with me. We hang out now, we hang out. Yeah. But the idea of family is the most important thing to me. Even when we, like when we did Inside Out, right? Mm. Yeah. They gave me the option of like, you how many um, rooms you want? I said no. I want one big room. Oh, <laughs> I said okay. why? I said I want my whole band to stay inside. I said but the band a bit squeezy, it's a bit but like, like it'll be tight for the six of y'all. 
I said it's okay It's okay man yeah. well, It's okay Don't worry We are like Because that idea Of like us Just being there Together Like I'm, It was the most Important thing to me And I feel like We will grow As a band And on stage Yeah So um, It worked It worked I, I, Yeah I hope, sure. I hope it did For sure know? Yeah. So I, I think like That's yeah, like My family did Play, play a, a giant part In growing in, Interesting in, um, So so with family And it's come to my mind Recently that Rappers don't do Everything themselves Yep. They have a producer. It has come to my mind recently. I just realized that they oh. have producers. You, you thought we do everything. <laughs> I mean, fucking eight mile, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. Um, you just did this, if it was a longer show, you would see him walking to the producer. So I think my question is, um, you 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 share the example of of working together with Ritz mm. and some other people. How do you? How do you approach the topic of collaboration and eventually working together, working together for the long term? I think it's a bond also, you know, these kind of things. If you, I mean, it depends. La, like, so now I'm at a stage definitely that I, 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 I think I'm more confident as, a, as an artist also, you know, so like everybody's grown and everybody's doing amazing things that like it, it's very challenging to just be with one artist, uh, one mm. producer, you know, because... Mm the producer's doing so many amazing things and then you as an artist will feel like, ah, I want to write a song, I want to write a song. So, you know, you, you, if, you wait, if you're waiting for an opportunity for that door to open again, it's like, you're also wasting time. Mm. So, I, I'm working with different people. But like, for the longest part of my career, I think I want to say 75% of my music, I made uh, uh, music with this artist, uh, with this artist and producer's name is Flight School. So, he's also... Uh, his name is, I mean, Ezekiel, you know, like mm. he's also that guy. But So I bonded with Ezekiel first, gotcha. you know, we, we collaborated on a song. Uh, he makes my first like EP kind of thing. Uh, and then from there, he was like, we was a vibe in the studio. And he's like, hey, why don't you come over and we write a song about the Lions 12? I was like, yeah, for sure, bro. Mm. We wrote a song and then we made 75% of my catalog together. It was because we just like, we, were, we are bro- brothers, mm. you know what I mean? So uh, if you're ever lucky to have that kind of bond, I feel like, bless you man that's like the most amazing thing and treasure that yeah. because once once everybody gets bigger and grows up right like it's harder to have those kind of moments again mm. so I feel like it's all about relationships yes so you know once I didn't have like um, flight school to, to always like turn to right I was like I made sure like you know like hey man like you want to work a track you want to work a track sometimes I, I'm like I just hit up young producers or so I don't want to ever oh. to be that that the Lion City boy that's like, oh, you know, I'm on this tier or whatever. Mm. I like, I don't believe I am. So I'm always just like, young producer, new song. It's like, yo, that's a dope song. Young rappers come out and it's like, just, you know, hit them up. Social media is an amazing tool that you can just connect without even knowing somebody. Yeah. So I, I, I think relationships are like key to to growing and to being involved in, in your own journey. Eh? Mm. If not, there's no way, nobody who did anything amazing in life did it alone. So yeah. it's no longer Maybe that. one person. I cannot, you know. I feel like I always turn to like like Steve Jobs or whatever. You see, there, there were two movies about him being, yeah. him, yeah. <laughs> you know, surrounded by all these amazing people. So I I, I think that is something that uh, is, that you, you, you shouldn't neglect. Lah. But we as artists sometimes, you know, like... A bit recluse. We are, you know. I get it. I they will never hate on anybody who is because it's a journey for you to understand that it's not. Yeah. You know, if you want to do anything cool, cool is subjective. But it's like if you want to really m- make a impact on with what, your music, you need to be open to other people's um, ideas yeah. and like critique and and advice or whatever. 
the reason why I am so confident on stage is because of my old manager who was uh, asshole to me. Is it Shahid? Shahid. I <laughs> love him to death, but he was the toughest person to me in my life. But I, I, but I would never trade any moment, second or what that he had, that the impact that he had on my career. Yeah. I would do shows, mm. kill it, come off stage, he said, what the fuck is that? Oof. Yeah. I was like, what? Huh? He said, you know, this and that, this and that, this and that, this music to solve. But then he, you need people in you know, life like that to be like... To keep you in check. Yeah. Keep you in check. Yeah. You know, you think you who? Yeah. And like Shahi was, was, that, was that person to me. Uh, and I owe him everything and some. So mm. I think, um, yeah, those people are important. Uh. What? The what is one thing you remember already. the most distinct about him? Sorry? What is one thing you remember, a lesson he taught you? Lesson? You will never forget. Oh man, exactly what I just said. Like, I feel mm. like it's to to be more um uh I think to to pay attention to the details mm. on stage, off stage. It's like the the show never stops. You know, you yeah. you have to be ready. You are there for people. What is your message? You say. I remember I did a show in the cell, one of the first few shows. I don't remember I told you, sorry. Whoa, we had lights in the air, like oh left, right, left, right. See, at the end of the show you say, oh, but it didn't mean shit. What was your message? I was like, oh yeah, fuck. That's all I can say. Oh yeah, yeah fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck. It's like, then like, why you like, why you so serious? It's like, yeah, I was, wasn't I? You know, when I say all those things, because I didn't prepare enough, you know. Mm. So now I'm like always, I made sure like all those things like are still in my head. He's not my manager anymore, but he's still in my life. You know, <laughs> it's like I can hear him. Can him say I that. hear him <laughs> everywhere I go. But that's the impact when you have, when you meet people like that. Mm. You know, there are a million Shahids around us that like we don't know. You know, sometimes yeah. we like close off, like ah, don't cock, bro. We, we like, need them, man. We, we need, need these need, kind of people. And like as an them. artist, you 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 need to be open to that. If not, it's like I feel like these lessons will, will, will go by, and then other people would pick them up, and then you will be left behind. And I I I, I knew that it was never gonna be me, lah. Yeah. There 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 seems to be a natural openness to to how you do things now with uh reaching out to to younger younger people to collaborate mm. and all. And it's a far cry from uh, what you mentioned at the start of this podcast with it being a very close uh if you know you know group. Yeah. So do you think that's a natural progress or do do you even see that as progress for music for from a music industry standpoint and yeah. Is that progress? Yeah, I think social media has obviously done that. You know, that open channel like without meeting somebody because, I mean, when we meet people, sometimes you have to do so many things, you know, mm. like looking you in the eye mm. and shaking your hand stress the right up. way. That, there's so much stress. Yeah. But like, I think social media will obviously filter so much of that out that it, like, uh, you can just ask what you need to ask or say what you need to just say. Be a bit more direct. More direct. Yeah. And there's a light that was almost say every emotion, <laughs> a emoji, fireball emoji, yeah. that will say everything. You know, so I, I, I think that definitely has played a giant part. Lah, you know, I think even like when you, you see other artists uh, working with different, singer-songwriters working with different producers, not just their own guitar, you know, like I, that is also, you, 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 you can see like a big change. You see buskers out on Singapore and to me like that, whoever did that, whether it's NAC, did you do it? I have no idea but mm. I feel like whatever the environment is that has changed is so much for the better because last time like obviously basking like it looked a certain way and, yes. and I, you know I think like that the connotation had a negative inf- effect on music 
also in a way. Yeah. A music around a street corner. Right? Yes. But you see all these young kids that are amazing. You know, they are like, um, um, because when you when you bust, you cannot hide. There's yes. no there's no editing it's anymore. Honest. It's yeah. honest. You know, you know, check out me on my social media, or whatever. You know, that's like, that's they're making all these avenues. They're making this. Um, they're making their own path. You know, like when we started, right, there was nothing like that. So mm. the entry level, right, when we started out, right, was like almost like youth park or esplanade, which is ridiculous. That is such a high way to start. You shouldn't be allowed to step on a, a stage like that mm. if if you only had one song. Yep. So I'm all, I'm just so excited for the for the progress for like or for the next ten years for artists in Singapore because these guys start are starting out basking. You know. That means they got no shame. They got they There's not scared. There's a certain scared. courage to that, right? They are so, they are so yeah. you know, like, yeah, courageous. They are so hungry that they will do that. I mm. mean, to be there, you have to go for audition, uh, by the way. <laughs> I think NAC, I think. So, there's only so much that what everyone has built that has traveled through, whether social media or not, that has led to all these young kids that are coming out now. So, I think that it's only good to, to be looked forward to, to look forward to her. Uh. Interesting. Yeah, man. I'm particularly curious. When you look back at your discography of all the works you've done, how do you feel about it? Wow, I mean... Because... Bro, got so many songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because for, for, because for me personally, when I look, I, I I move on very quickly. Okay. So let's say 1% to 100%, even before I finish it, I'm already on to the next one. Mm. So I'm particularly curious from, from your perspective, being the, the mature artist you are, as you, as you look back at your discovery, how, how, how do you feel about it? I think some of it was trash, for mm. sure. <laughs> yeah. know, I think a lot of people <laughs> was like, what? I listen to that <laughs> shit. But also because of the, the resources that I had, you know, I didn't have a light. I wasn't recording it right. I, was, mm. I didn't put the time in. And like, again, you know, I've only become this artist as the Lion City Boy. I learned all these things I need to learn. So as the Lion City Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of all the collaborations I've done, um, songs I've put out, uh, songs that are going to come out, you know. Uh, but I've definitely hidden some songs of Spotify that you can never find again. Bro, I'm trying to look for those songs. <laughs> yeah. <bro. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So, but, but I don't regret them. Mm. Uh, but I, if it's not on, online, it's because I feel like that is just like, uh, I'm just getting ready for like, the, the the next thing I'm gonna do or like this as a as a as a as a story of the Lion City Boy. You gotcha. know? But as Kevin Lester, the other songs that I've done, you know, it's like it was a journey. You know, like recording like with like you know, SM fifty eights and like yeah. covering with a tissue, you know, in, in someone's <laughs> yeah, house. Uh, you know, it's like <laughs> lousy speak lousy uh, monitor playback, you know, you cannot rec- you only could record at like ten PM to like three AM, you know, yeah. things like that. Uh, that I would not trade. All those Lessons, all those lessons, uh, lessons. Mm. Uh-huh. The studio time with Zeke, we all just like, we work so hard on one song and then the song that we actually do, like put out is like something that we did for 15 minutes. Oh, wow. In the studio, the beat and then I went home, rec- write the song, come back and the chor- and we, then like, we're done. You know, it's like, right. all those m- like magic moments, like even with like a song I did, uh, it was called uh, Bitch I'm on an old bike. I did a song with um, the producer Mark Lian mm. and like, he sent me a beat. I was like, ah, like that beat. I'm going to write a song. He said, let's have a session. Have a session. I was like, recording is like, ah, it's not, it's not so amazing, man, you know? Then he was like, okay, let's take a break. And he plays guitar. And then I did a song. We did the song again. We changed it up. And then suddenly I was like, oh, this song actually works. Oh, mm. there's a different vibe. I went back home. He's like, no, I think that, I think we should, we should use the, 
the produced version of it. I went on YouTube trying to learn chords. Hey. Uh, you know, learn shout how to, to YouTube, uh, Shout out to YouTube <laughs> tutorials. <laughs> yeah, you know, man. I played like a demo of like some e-piano on Logic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I recorded uh, like my own vocal chorus and whatever, you know, and it's mm. like, uh, two weeks later we had, as in like, uh. that means after that, he said, yeah, this song dope. Three days later, he finished the whole beat. After that, after mixing, 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 we put a song out. You know, it was just like a vibe. I, I, I love those kind of moments and I will never regret like the speed that we put it out. There was no yeah. marketing plan much, you know? It's yeah. like, rah! Yeah. Yeah. But That's... like those songs like seem to hit a vibe with people also, you know? So like, I, I, with my catalog of work that I've done, I've just been lucky that songs like that had like a, part to play in people's lives. People will send back videos and mm. of them cycling on an old bike or like um, <laughs> um, dancing in the club to yeah. the max or like, uh, I don't know, like just hanging out in the corner and then like, like I will walk home and then people I like, can hear to the max under the block. That is crazy. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm only proud of my catalog of work. La. Yeah, no regrets. I have, I have two sp- uh, pretty specific examples I want to bring up from a past catalogue. Yeah. Um, in a particular interview, you mentioned that if you were to tell one thing to your past self, you would tell that past self to record Jabba earlier. Why is that? Jama? Jama. Jama. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jama, bro. Oh, I love Jama, man. Do you so, remember why? So Jama was a song that like I heard my friend speaking in Tamil. He said, oh, no. he said something like Jama. La. I said, what? They said, Jama. Jama means like stuff. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> you know, but also... Um, Quickly moving on, um, in Malaysia, Jama means drugs. I did not know that. Oh, After I put okay, out the song, I, I found out later. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Back so, to <laughs> No, it hit Malaysia differently. So uh-huh. they were like, ah, drugs. So, you know, um, Jama was something that, again, uh, we, we were eating before we had the, before we had the studio meet. We would eat, we would talk about like what happened in, in, our, in our lives and things like that. And then, uh, I told him about the song. He's like, yeah, that's crazy. When the studio... I think the beat was done in that day. I recorded a chorus. Um, I think two days later, I came back to do the verse and it was like, I was done. But like, I've, but like at that time that I was doing it, I feel like it wasn't part of anything. Mm. You know, it was just like a single drop. It was like, ah, that's it. Because I didn't know the complexity of like a promotion. You know, I think, so I was just careless with the, with the single. Mm. That's what I'm looking back at now, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I love Jama. Um, the song always hits when we, when we perform, but I've retired that song. And, and I always tell everybody's Kev, like, I always Jama, tell Kev to play, bring back play, that song. I bring back that song. The song's so fun. The song's so fun. Yeah, yeah. But you know, as a Lion City boy, you know, it's a, it's a different, it's a different story I want to tell. Especially at shows, you know, it's like every time we do a show, it's like a different message that time. Mm, so I, I'm just sad yeah. that Jama didn't fit anymore. But like yeah. Jama, Bring it back, bro. Jama <laughs> was one of those songs, man. Yeah, like I was lucky also because like when we did the video, so shit, like Munan Herzi came through, you know, like everybody was like, and I was still very fresh, you know. Hey, wait, that one, the music was video, it? yeah, the one yeah, you the were boxing. in, so the boxing one, the boxing, oh, they the were, boxing oh, one was was dope. So you know, bro, I don't know how yeah. I got, you know, you know how I got that boxing ring also. Yeah, if you're going for everyone's listening, go watch the video. It's like yeah, the boxing. you know how I got that ring now because I when I, when I asked the guy, said, can I? Um, rent your ring whatever. Yeah, just have it it's okay just have that one day nobody's in the studio nobody's in the ring I was like wow I'm not even doing anything at all but like wow it's really cool thank you so much you said yeah man it's cool it's cool I did the thing next day um, Monday I, I remember back then I told him I said I, um, because of like the beams or uh, the, the camera 
a crane, like it hit the the wall, and then we made some marks and things like yeah. that. Like, it's okay, man. Yeah. I said, like, I can paint it for you, bro. He said, No, I don't care. Uh, three <laughs> days three days later, he locked up the gym and he ran away. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I like, that, Oh, I that's why I, I got to use the gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that story, dude. Came on newspaper. Oh, he yeah. ran away, bro. Yeah. I was like, Shit. What's the name? Oh, I don't want to say the name. <laughs> yeah. but Yo, but like, I, was I like, remember. Oh, shit. He left everybody who had their lockers. Their yeah. things. Left inside, bro. Man. Uh, no, dude, and, and the gym is nice. It's, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. You know, and I've come from like, you know, like boxing gyms, you know, that like, uh, super yeah. like, dingy, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, the, the shower is not really a shower, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's not proper. But it sounds like a proper shower, proper lockers. Yeah, man. And like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, yeah, funny. So that, that was Jama. Jama was just a, a chaos, but I was like, again, I, I cannot regret it. But like it was one of the songs that when you drop right, it's like oh you felt it immediately. Yeah. Just wish I maybe released it when I was, when it was part of something else. Gotcha, you know? I get it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the 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 second example I just want to bring out is Rockstar 2.0. <laughs> wow, first song, bro. That one. So it's a bit of a goodness me research heavy. So so it's a bit of a funny thing with it because I remember hearing that song. I think in Far East at a specific shop, and I didn't know who it was. Oh, is it? So when I was researching, I, I looked through the I think your Bandcamp. And I saw the artwork. I was like, oh, fuck, it's you. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. listened to it again. I was like, oh, shit, it is you. And it's like, it's like a full circle thing. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? There yeah. was a lot, that legit was like, yeah. uh, I was at like a friend's house. Then like, I said, like, oh, because I, I was in a band, I was a bit, I wasn't bored, but I was like, you know, I got this energy because I'm always like, oh, I'm, I'm going to keep making music. So mm. like a beat, I was like, record a verse. I was like, oh, shit, nice, yeah. <laughs> then, that, uh, <laughs> oh, then, then um, I just like was talking to like my friend and friends like yeah we just record like, a video that's like oh how much to rent a uh, camera mm. it was cheap sir yeah? oh, okay, like, yeah. oh, okay bro it's like 200 I need to record camera get a camera I need you want to record that and that she flew for a while man it was like yeah. my first like um, jump into YouTube yeah uh, just, but this is like before YouTube was yes. like yeah. even yes. a thing. Yes. Yes. Even before like the, the Willows who like made YouTube covers. The mm. thing. I don't remember yeah. where I heard it. Is it radio or is it YouTube? It's so, that long So ago. that was yeah. the crazy thing. I never expected it to be on radio. Mm. I never. I, you know, the song was like an old beat from a Malaysian rap crew that they didn't want anymore and I just did my thing. It was mixed on, I don't know how big would you call it? Like, like you buy last time computers, like they don't have it anymore but the small speakers that they give you. Oh, All right, you know, one of those, the, Logitech, Logitech. the Logitech creative uh, so, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the the, stu- the producer in Malaysia only had that. Oh, so he was wow. like, "Okay, I mix up, bro. But I don't know how to do this." Up. <laughs> I said, "I don't care. You know, this is like my first thing. You know, so like, just put it out. Radio played it, and what they told me is like they will play it three times in an hour. This is a like long time ago. Oh, Vanessa Fernandez, Divian, or Divian, like I didn't know really who he was, but he would say, "I love this song." Uh, uh, like. It went up to like an A grading. Uh, that's what they explained to me. The A grading is like the same amount as Lady Gaga. Hey. You know, it's like, because it was just a thing. It was, nobody was doing it. It's ridiculous. It's good. It was, it was fun. You asked me to write that verse, I have no idea how to do it. <laughs> you know, but like, like there, I miss those times because those times were like just for nothing, bro. It's like, it was just like, put out a song, why? Because I want to. Mm. But then now it's like, you know, we, I've got a Think team. Yeah. I, you know, I've Message. Got, I got, a, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, we come to a place, it's like, you know, I got like Spotify want to know what's happening. Yeah. Apple want to do something if you, oh, man. you know, yeah. uh, and you got an art, there's, there's a lot of other artists that you have to see what else is happening in the calendar mm-hmm. of the year and like mm. make sure you, you know, you 
things are right because you should always behave like I behave like I'm an, I'm I am a label. So there is certain innocence back then. They're just doing it bro, for nothing, doing it. Like just doing it because you, you I don't know. Mm. It's just because you could. So now not I, I, I do miss those times. Interesting. Yeah, man, I miss those times. So I would like to close out this conversation with just two more questions. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm particularly curious about your thoughts on music as an aesthetic. Okay. Because to to me, music isn't just about hearing anymore. It isn't just about the what you hear through your ears and you process. You it has to look a certain way. It has to look appealing. Mm-hmm. I'm particularly curious because increasingly music or music artists um is becoming more of a brand. It becomes it's becoming a, a lot more than just uh the, the the music that they put out. I'm curious to know your thoughts on it. I mean, it's inevitable. You you I mean, you cannot not. Um, be part of that because social media will do that you mm. know like some some artists just put out on Instagram and like like on YouTube only you know like it's it's everything needs to have a visual these days because things move so fast yes ridiculous is the, the speed that ridic- because it's so accessible and I don't hate on that it's kind of amazing that because we are so far away but then like we get last time you know how hard it is to, to buy a CD Sembawang. you gotta wait for this yeah some Bawang Tower Records or whatever mm. you know like dig through the things if it didn't come it didn't come and if it came it was so expensive mm. now it's so easy it's almost free that this music comes to you and like so like I get it that's how fast it moves so you, in you, to stand out there needs to be an overall package mm. you know so uh, I'm, 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 I always consider that you know so music videos also like uh, have to be you know, of a certain story or brand or like an yes. idea that you have to put out. If not, it's like people are just going to skip. skip. So easy to skip. Yeah. And also because I rap in English, bro. So like, I've heard it so many times. It's like, why you, and this was like, especially before the Lion City Boy, it was like, why would I listen to the Lion City Boy if I can just skip next and then there's another like artist from the States because it's also mm. English. Mm. Because if you rap in language, surely you will gravitate towards it because it's something that like, uh, is almost like emotional between like if, if I write in Malay it's like me same same bro it's a certain demographic yeah the yeah. demographic but we are same we are the same wavelength yes if like right, if you do in English right it's so wide mm. you know so uh, I've, I've always understood that lah. so as the Lion City boy I've, I've always made sure that like every aesthetic is cons- try to be as consistent as possible mm. like videos um, we, we it, it'd be at least within the same DNA but like it has to be of a certain bar la, because people are it's not forgivable you know what I mean like forgivable that's uh, the it's word, not yeah. you know like you put out like like what handphone video or what if handphone video can but if it's not cool like you, you ever heard of Brockhampton no uh, so Brockhampton is like the way they do videos is like anyhow a camel in the video out of nowhere bro <laughs> Any, anywhere but like because it, it the way they string it together is like it has a message like at least you must have that. And that is the at least the bar that, that you should reach. Like mm. it means something. Uh so I so an aest- the aesthetic is something that like you have to respect. Uh, yeah. Respect. I feel that's the thing. Like and even that also like to to do the to, to be part of the aesthetic, you, you, you cannot just like, you know, slap words on a cover anymore. You know, it's not like that. Like mm. I feel like you you have to be. Yeah, it has to represent some. Your know, the song also almost. Mm. You know, like you cannot not care about it. Social media has, has done that to yes, us. Yes. You know, 
the the like on Instagram it used to be about like I can post anything, but now it's like a, it's a, it's everything everything is curated. Everything's a like a bit later. Mm. You know, that has become the new bar because our cameras are getting better, so our eyes are used to something something more like sophisticated. Sophisticated, yeah. yeah that's so yeah, I mean I, I respect it. I I don't hate on it at all. Mm. Because that's the way the world is moving and that's for evolving with evolving it, it? for a better world, you know, like artists are, are like are putting out works different like like I mean I remember like I, I once when I was younger I always talked about like, how people used, I used to love drawing cartoons and mm. shit like that mm. and I remember how they used to draw cartoons and they used to flip that thing you the ever seen those, yeah. those yeah, the flipping uh, the, the pages the, the uh, yeah right, right. Yeah. they don't do that shit anymore they don't yeah. have to draw frame by frame mm. it evolves you know yes. and if you are like such a purist that's cool you want to do things like that that's fine but the world is moving and like if you want to be part of this conversation, like you gotta move, yeah. you got to move with it, lah. You gotta move, you gotta move with it. So there's no point pining and whining about oh how things used to be better. Yeah, you will never find sure. me doing that, no man. I, I but I will, I will, I love those conversations mm. because I, uh, it was so, a dream those yeah. times. But like, I, I also love where rap is going. Even all these mumble, my part mumble rap, what rap is like. That's why hip hop has grown into, you know, mm. you know, like rap is so globalized also and like. It's like one of those like rock genres like post rock mod, yes, yes, electro, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now rap is like mumble rap, low five, you know, mellow, what, what, what. Mm. There's all these different strains, you know. When they talk about like, X extension, it's like it's, emo, like, it's an emo, emo, you know. So like emo they have all these strains that like it's because of this this journey that rap has has gone through, uh, and I hope that the Singapore music scene has that journey, and then we all have played a part, a positive part. To it also la. How would you describe the the rap scene in Singapore now? Ah, it's so exciting, too. man! Exciting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because for the longest time, people always, for real, people always used to have like a versus thing. It's like either you like Shigeshi or like you heard the Line City Boy, mm. you know, things yeah. like that. I would like I have I, I have a radio uh, interview or whatever, and the radio card is like, hey, so you like like you like you like Shigeshi? Like I say what? Yeah. Okay, no you know, beef. But, yeah, 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 but see, me and you always say from the start, it's like we need each other because then that's where we build things. together That's how we can grow. Yeah, it's like mm. you know times when it's like Hiker he used to tell us like, it's like. He said, bro, y'all, at least y'all have hip-hop scene. Last time I rapped to like nobody. He was teaching people what hip-hop was. Yeah. So when it was me and Jin last time, it was just like, that's, you know, we needed each other to, to sort of build like the face, uh, a face to rap music, you know? And so you see like, where, system, yeah, yeah. where it has come now, especially with what the, the guys from Malaysia are doing, 16 Barriers that are sort of yeah. flooding back into Singapore. It's amazing. There's so many young rappers and people are putting out rap videos so easily. Uh, there's this kid called uh, Sheikh Banafe that's like about 16 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. He's dropping, dropping new songs and like, mm-hmm. I think it's exciting, man. Like, there is like a real like um, scene. Mm. The real culture here. So, that's cool. Because yeah. of the foundation and the work that you guys have done over Everybody, the past Everybody. And the, yeah. the, the names that we, that we forget to mention, you know, I feel like those, those people play a big part also. Mm-hmm. Whether yes. it's like groups like you know as they call it as one last time or XS you know like things like that like those kids that never that never got mentioned but like you know they inspire the next person and the next mm-hmm. and the next and the next you and never next. know right yeah. you never know so yeah. if, even in the clubbing scene also I remember like donuts or like yeah, yeah all like, those all those nights you know, you know that play those, a part yeah, in it you the, know? those hip hop nights it's culture it, it definitely fits into the culture yeah. not everybody will know? get mentioned like in, in yeah. the books you know and like it's whether you're okay but they all play a part you know we all gotta make sure we all play our part you know whatever we do we just do it with love and like make sure like mad like or like you know genuine exactly 
I have this in closing. How would you describe rap to an alien? What? How would I? We all would. I think we all would. From from different places, we all would describe rap differently. Yes. But I would dare say that rap is the only genre that represents where you're from the most. So if you need to understand a environment or a place or a story, right? Rap is the best um, genre and art form to listen to to get a quick summary of what's happening on the ground. Ooh, so, that is beautiful. So that's what I would say. Nice. Alien guy. Fuck, I got one more question. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. What does success look like to you now? Look to me now? Mm. Wow. I'm just happy, la, for real. Like, you know, for along the way, you are like always like fighting with yourself, you know, like mm. not sure, like, you know, am I doing the right thing? And like, is this enough? And like, what is the next thing? Mm. I think I've come to a place where like, I'm just happy for me, my family, that we are part of this crazy story that, you know, of Singapore artists that we are all moving along together and like just to be ha- just happy to be around friends that are doing cool things as well so in that way I feel like uh, you've made it I won't say I made it mm. but like I'm, I'm, I'm good with that you know like that, that's You're what happy. I need that's what I need in my life right yeah. now I need like people who 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 are just like great energy mm. and like yeah. you know they, they 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 want to grow with me you know and they want to grow in the things that, that they want to do I think like for a long time I was I didn't know where I fit so I was like hello 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 yes 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 I made like you know I I would I would just be a yes man not say a yes man to anything but like I would try to fit in to everything mm. you know yeah. I always want to fit in anything but now I realize that like. Uh, I'm more sure of who I am. Maybe because, you know, of, you know, when, when you have someone like, whether it's your partner or best friend or what, like to, 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 to be that, that polar opposite or like that, uh, that, that judge and jury for you to almost like check yourself. Uh, I've, I've become more um, sure of what I need in my life. Uh. So that, that is what, 2019 the Lion City Boy is excited the most uh, that man I'm just happy like when I put out all these things it's like it comes from like real um, place of genuine um, like positivity and um, and 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 I hope that it will impact your life uh. gotcha you know sometimes it's hard to say all these things uh, for real because I feel like there's those words that people keep saying on Instagram you know like mm. hashtag you know positive yeah. hashtag this that it's that, become that. a commodity it's, yeah. yeah the word Blessings. love <laughs> the, yeah, the word, those words are like Blessings. just thrown around yes. everywhere these loosely, days yeah. so loosely so it's, it's even hard for me to say it sometimes but like that is genuinely where I am and um, where 2020 uh, will meet me you seem I, very, very grateful. I think that's the the, the, the energy that I got. That, and, and, and I feel like that's yeah. very important also. Like, at the end of the day, when people say those things, you know, make sure you say it for yourself too. Yeah, yeah, Believe of course. In it, you know believe I mean? in it. And a lot of people sure. know like what you said because they just like to throw it around. Mm. You know, make sure you believe in it. Mm. You know, I feel like that's very important. Because mm. if you believe in it, it w- everybody will believe it, bro. Yeah, like yeah. how like we just, Kevin just said, I just feel like you're so grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are all yeah. grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But thank you, man. Thank you so much. So I'm, with that note, I'm grateful for to be part of this Absolutely. project that is like, you know, to see you guys. You know. Pushing boundaries. Yeah, yeah. You know, being, I don't know, just like doing more of these things, you know, that not yeah. enough, 
like I I love like when you know in driving like listen like like pod, I listen to podcasts and shit on all, uh, yeah. you know on on Spotify. So like. But I listen to a lot of like those like crime shit, you know. Oh, those yeah. are amazing, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> those are so Stolen good. Stolen skill is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I always feel like, well, come, you know, maybe there's Singapore's not ready for it, but like whatever the reason is, we need to start. Yeah, I, to start. I relate to this much, like you know, like where rap was last time. It's like, you like you somebody got to do it, hmm? you know, and you 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 take that on your shoulders and you move on, you know. So like, congratulations, man. Hey. Thanks. And that's a beautiful yeah. way of closing. Where can people find you? I mean, I made it easy for everybody. You know, mm. just check me out. The Lion City Boy at everything. Mm. Uh, hey. Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Twitter. 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 YouTube. Uh, Facebook. Um, uh, yeah, it's out there. Yeah, you I'm know. out there. The Lion yeah. City Boy. It was, uh, it was good talking to you guys. Thank yeah. you for your time. Likewise. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having me. Thank you for the whiskey. Hey. It's a wrap. Cheers. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode and feel inspired. Don't forget to keep posted for the next one. And if you really liked what you got, give us a follow.